Well, uh, good morning, everyone. It's uh, nice to be back together. Uh, last Sunday was a good experience to meet with, uh, all be it virtually with the other pioneer churches from across the UK and, and across the globe, actually. Um, I think to, to, to date, there's over three and a half thousand people have watch that service and so if you're there on the friday night patrick dixon talked about the reach of what we're doing online and uh like here on a sunday morning you know there's a hundred and something people watching right now but in the next 24 hours there'll be another 200 people who will have watched what we do and so there's something uh, that's happening uh we want to find out who these people are and where they come from and why they're tuning in but Something is happening, and that's the story across many, many churches uh, as well. A quick update on Ness's daughter, Lauren. Her surgery was successful, and um, this week she has uh, continued to improve, and I've, I've actually came home on Thursday. So praise God for that. Um, for our own situation, Caroline's chemotherapy continues. She does get very tired with it, uh, but things are moving in the right direction. We're about the halfway stage now. And so we appreciate your ongoing uh, prayers uh, for our situation. So we are continuing today our series on the, on the Sermon on the Mount. Sermon of the Mount. <laughs> the Manifesto of Jesus. Uh, we made a statement that our vision as New Community Church is to see the whole church following the way of Jesus, bringing life and transformation to every area of the city, every community that we are a part of. We are life bringers. We are community transformers. And here in this sermon, Jesus lays out what it is like to live the kingdom way, what it means to follow him. And and today it's really practical. Uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 6. Let's read those. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you'll be judged, and with the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say, to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. For if you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces so jesus says do not judge so let's start right there as a challenging statement because every day we make judgments we make choices we use our critical thinking to help us navigate through our lives we have opinions about all sorts of things movies and politics and animal rights sport VAR. You know, we're judging all the time. And a few verses later, Jesus says, watch out for false prophets. Check out their fruit. Don't be taken in by them. 
use your judgment, or maybe a better word is use your discernment. So we are called to do some judging, but what Jesus is focusing on here when he says do not judge is do not judge people. He's addressing a crowd full of religious people, Pharisees and teachers of the law, who were assuming superior positions, looking down their noses at those that didn't quite fit, uh, that weren't as well versed in the scriptures, who didn't know or obey all the rules. And if you've ever been to court, um, you know that the judge assumes a superior seat. They carry a lot of power. What they say in that seat matters. We have a couple of magistrates um, who are part of our church community. And when they sit behind that bench, uh, their words matter. Their words carry weight. They have authority. And Jesus is saying, don't, don't, be, don't be like that in your relationships. Don't assume a position of being superior. Don't judge people. Don't write people off because of something they did in the past that you didn't approve of. Don't keep people on the naughty step until they have paid their due. Don't be someone who doesn't give room for grace or redemption who gives no opportunity for someone to change. Don't be like that. Don't judge people. Now, we live in a really judgmental world. Uh, social media is full of people passing judgment on others. And our mainstream media isn't much better either. People are held up and judged. Here's a few images uh, from the past few weeks. Now, these were all extreme cases of, of people who were judged, are being judged, with little grace or possibility of redemption. Now, I know that these are extreme examples, but there's always a temptation for us to put ourselves in that seat of judgment, be that with our work colleagues, our neighbours, family members. And Jesus said, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't put yourself in that place. Don't judge people in that way. Uh, we don't know their story. We, we, we don't know what they have experienced. Uh, we have never walked in their shoes. We don't know what led them to act in that way. We, we don't know what news they may just have heard when we meet them. We don't know how their hearts have been wounded. So therefore, don't judge. Rather, Jesus said, deal with your own stuff. Now, I think this was a, this was a comedy moment. Uh, Jesus is telling this story and he says, listen, it's like you're trying to remove a speck of dust from your brother's eye whilst at the same time you have this plank in your own eye. Uh, I'm sure there would have been a ripple of laughter uh, around uh, the, the crowd. He says, deal, deal with the plank. It's, it's so simple yet so obvious. This needs to be where we put the majority of our time and our energy, not trying to shift the blame onto others, not trying to justify our own negative behavior, 
but dealing with our own stuff. Now, now there are some scriptures where it does appear that we are invited to judge others. Let's, uh, let's read a couple of those. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And then another uh, scripture. What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? And then again, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. So what do these verses show us about judging others? I think there are probably two, two things to point out. Firstly, any judgment, any confrontation must be done in the context of committed relationships. We're talking about brothers and sisters. We're talking about members of the covenant community of God, the church, where we are held together by Christ's love. So it's, it's that, it's, that, is, that is the context uh, that we must operate in. The second thing is that the, any motivation or the motivation for any judgment or confrontation must be with the goal of restoration of relationship, not simply to make my point, to get something off my chest, to reassert my position, to justify the way I behaved, but to seek restoration. Uh, you've, you've probably heard uh, about the term restorative justice. It's, it's kingdom principles at work. It's the wisdom of God being made manifest. Now, it was a term that was coined uh, back in the 70s by a guy called Albert Eglash, and he wrote about three types of justice. Retributive justice, based on punishment. Distributive justice, involving therapeutic treatment of offenders. And then thirdly, restorative justice, based on restitution with input from both victims and offenders. And this is the way that we are to approach confrontation. This is the way we are to approach judgment with those that we are in close relationship with. Now, it's important that we understand that context because the final verse of this uh, short passage can be a little confusing. So let's, let's, just, uh, let's just go to that, that verse. Do not give dogs what is sacred do not throw your pearls to pigs for if you do they may trample under their feet trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces so in this context when jesus is giving the sermon uh, first century middle eastern uh, jewish context both pigs and dogs were unclean and and in some ways often were referred to as 
as the Gentiles, those who were not Jews. So, so if you like, people that they did not have a relationship with. Don't don't throw your 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 sacred wisdom or your pearls to 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 those people. Now, dogs and pigs were uh, unclean back then. Uh, today, it's, we can think about pigs in that way, but you know our our love of dogs, our labradoodles and our pugs and our cockapoos and our Maltese Um we, it, that, 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 that's, that's hard for us to figure. But if you travel to India and you've seen the wild dogs roaming the streets, feeding off the rubbish uh, tips, then you get an understanding of why dogs were seen as, as being unclean. And give us a better understanding of what Jesus is saying here. Don't, don't make your judgments, your opinions about people, particularly with people with whom you have no relationship, even if you think it's justified. Even if your opinion is a pearl of wisdom or, or in your eyes, sacred, they won't receive it, Jesus says. There's not the context of love or honor. They'll just throw it back in your face. They'll trample it underfoot and you'll feel torn apart. Now, up until a few years ago, I, that may have been a hard concept to understand. But with the advent of Facebook and Facebook posts, it's very easy to understand. So people have a thought, have a judgment, have an idea, have an opinion, and they post on Facebook. And then the comments come. And generally, if it's a controversial topic, uh, all the all the contrary opinions are, are proposed. I've never, ever seen someone on Facebook go, oh, gosh, you are right. I am wrong. No, 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 no. They keep battling their corner arguing their point of view and then what you see is this the, the the comments start to increase in intensity people start being blocked people who posted the post take it down or delete the comments it's like Jesus says we're getting torn apart for expressing an opinion for making a judgment and Jesus says don't do that now, the purpose of Jesus' teaching in this sermon is that we might flourish at this thing called life, that our relationships might prosper, that community might be a source of strength for everyone. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and life in all its fullness. And if we choose to align our lives with the way of the kingdom, with the way of Jesus, then this is what happens. Now, even, even without our relationship with Jesus, if you live this way, if you live the Jesus way, it makes sense. But walking with Jesus, being in relationship with him, means that we have his Holy Spirit to help us. Helping us uncover our blind spots, removing our planks, healing our wounded hearts, experiencing his grace, finding acceptance in his community. It's a narrow path, as Jesus talks about in a few verses time. It means a, a dying to ourselves, to our egos. It means putting, coming, coming low, adopting a posture of a servant, making ourselves vulnerable. But it is the way that leads to life. 
I, I, I pray that as we seek to embrace the ways of Jesus, as we seek to follow him, that through us, other lives will be changed and other communities will be transformed as we seek to follow his way, to live according to his pattern. I pray as we get hold of this, that we would know God's grace and strength in all that we do. May God bless you all this week. May you know his power at work within you, changing you. May you know the sensitivity of a spirit speaking to you, pointing out any planks that might be there, giving you the discipline to hold your tongue when necessary. This is the way of Jesus. It's really practical, but it is really the way that our lives will be changed and our communities transformed. So God bless you. Uh, have a great week. Uh, and uh, I will see you all soon somewhere.